Uh, it's 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 the podcast time. Um, I don't have a guest today. I do have a guest today. I do have, but he's not here. But he's everywhere. Um, and it's Angelo. And Angelo is a friend of mine. And he passed away this year. Um, but we still celebrated his birthday. That was cool. Yeah, and every every little gathering that we have, I got this photo that I got from his funeral. Um, and I just I put it out and I put a candle um, and uh, pour, leave a beer out for him. It's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, um, something about his death um, taught me a lot about like grieving, right? And all the five stages of grieving and... And what do you, you have like anger and frustration and sadness slash depression and then you have denial and then you have bargaining and then you have acceptance and um, I, I, le- I learned that you go through them and it kind of bounces around. Typically acceptance is the last part of it, but I don't... But even that, sometimes you just come back. Sometimes you come back to other phases. Anyway, if anyone's going through something like that, um, it, it, it is a little complicated. But you just do what you got to do. Uh, you just you just feel it out. You just you just feel it out. You talk about it um, because talking about it is a part of feeling it out. And and you hit all five, and then you get a sticker. Um, yeah, something that really helped me get through that though was, I don't know if it's a part of like, it's both acceptance and denial, but I would still talk to Angelo. Yeah. 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 And there, there are some days, there are still some days where I get this overwhelming feeling of Angelo or just like a really strong memory And I would say before his passing, you know, like everyone, everyone's ideas of death were like, okay, whatever. Um, You know, when you die, you just like, like for me, it was like, okay, whatever, whatever you say, man. Like, but when you die, you just like lights out and then that's it. Right. But um, with Angelo passing uh, to to young Mike, I would say, um, who gives a fuck? (laughs) Like if I was talking to young Mike and I'd be like, dude, today, today I, I had this huge feeling of Angelo when I passed Rosemead Park, uh, where we used to play basketball and I couldn't get him out of my head for like a whole minute. And that to me was just Angelo saying hi. And young Mike would have been like, "Uh, but he's gone, dude. Like, I don't think he really works that way. And today, Mike says, yeah, but who gives a fuck? Like, if if that's free Angelo time for me, I will fucking take it, man. I will take it again and again. Because what's the alternative to to reject Angelo time? You're stupid, man. You're stupid. It's free. It's tapping on your shoulder. Just fucking take it. Um, 
anyway, so let's, so that, I think that kind of prefaces it a little bit. Um, so let's get, let's, let's bring in our guest. Our guest today is Angelo Felipe. Hey, Angelo. Um, yeah, so, so the other day I, I passed by Rosemead Park and it was my, it was my birthday and I kind of want to tell you about my birthday. I know that you haven't been on this journey of like Mike figuring out his birthday, but this year was a good birthday and you were a fucking part of it. Like, um, I went into work cause my parents work on, on Saturdays and I went in for a little bit. I got my, my work laptop and I brought it with me. I went to go make a delivery at summer rolls. If you've ever had summer rolls, um, I went to the cleaners and there's these pair of pants that I really like. But they just they just don't fit me the way I want them to fit me. But it's a really nice fabric and it's a really nice color. Um, I don't know if they'll fade like my other pants that I like that fade really quickly. But I like the fit very much of the Banana Republic Fulton Skinnies from Banana Republic Factory. Um, who did not subscribe to my Patreon, but. I went to the cleaners. I'm, I'm also afraid of cleaners like fucking up like the hemming and stuff. But I said, take these pants, the, the Banana Republics. I like the way they fit. And take these pants, these like Norse Project pants that I really like that are expensive. And can you just match them? And so hopefully come Thursday, uh, I'll, I'll be happy, right? Because how could you really fuck that one up? It's just like a stencil. Um, and then I went to go eat these like Mandarin noodles. I haven't taken myself out like on a date in a really, really long time. Um, I tried once during COVID, but then it was like the prime of COVID. So I like, I went to this restaurant and got like a seafood curry and I brought it home and I ate it at my desk and it just don't feel the fucking same when it's at your desk. So anyway, I went to this noodle place. It's right across from Formosa Cleaners, too. And I get this thing called uh, Yopo Mien, which is like like oily chili, chili oil noodle. Um, and it might be a ripoff. It might, it's just a bunch of noodles, um, some chili oil, a bunch of chili flakes, scallions, um, and like two, two to three pieces of bok choy. And that's it for like 11 bucks. Um, hold on, let me little cramp right here um and then i ate it and because it was my birthday i was like mike just 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 do it so i ordered another bowl <laughs> and that was nice so after that i head home and heading home i passed through rosemead park um n- not by intention and i think these are sorry i think i think these are the moments where it feels like like you're really calling on me. Like I'm not looking for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just somehow insert yourself into my conscience. And I pass by I pass by the park um and I I just thought of you. Um I took a photo, I put it on my Instagram story, I said good good afternoon, Angelo. And then that's when I had this idea of like Angelo could be my next guest. And, and and so fucking here we are, man. Anyway, after that, um well prior to that, on Thursday I went I went camping with Arthur and and Tony. 
we went to Joshua Tree and we were fucking drinking and we pissed off some neighbors. Um, this white lady around midnight was like, hey, time for sleep, huh? Um, but fuck it, man. <laughs> we talk about you. We talk about you all the time. Like every everything that's taken place you know, can I say post-Angelo, there's always a moment of every event that gets carved out where we talk about you. And I like that so much. We went for a walk. Um, stars were fucking crazy. Um, like looking up, looking up at the stars. And <laughs> I said, which one of those do you think Angelo's sitting on right now? Um, and just talking about you and the shit that you did. And... And kind of like reminiscing about the funeral and how positive that experience was. You know, ironically, and then we hugged it out. Fucking Angelo, man. Hashtag fucking Angelo, man. Man, because because that that phrase. Is. It, it kind of like you get into this, we get into this thing where we talk about you and then uh, <laughs> we talk about you and then it gets a little deep and, and fucking Angelo, man, is kind of this way of like, oh, fuck. It's kind of this way of of enjo- um, get, bringing ourselves back out of that and then coming back to the moment. But we we do get in a little deep. I made that video of you, or not video of of you, or just my my thoughts on on who you were to me specifically, and and it got around, man. It got like twenty four hundred views, which I didn't care for. It was just I put it on my story of me talking about you and and who you were to me and how you were always like you were always one of the bigger guys at school, right? Um, but you never picked on me. You, you never you never made me feel bad about being fucking 411 as a freshman in high school. You know, like none, none of that stuff ever. And I just don't know how you had that. Like, how did you know how to be compassionate towards others? Because it's not like you empathize with that. You know, I can't, that's like. It's not like you knew what it was like to be small, unless you did. Unless maybe like Chris was bigger than you your whole life and he picked on you or whatever. And you just you just never you never put that on me. You know, like a like a bully you might. You know what I'm saying? Like like um like they get bullied at home, so then they go to school and then they they gotta bully someone else to feel to feel big again. Like you never So where the fuck did that come from? And and the the whole like month after your your passing, um I was I was trying to figure it out, man. And I was, a part of me was, uh, I don't know if this is the right or wrong thing to do, but I just became so curious about you, of how you, uh, like, how are you so kind? And I started to, like, study your family a little bit, and I was like, where did, where did that kindness come from, from a person who took up so much, like, um, who was able to take up so much space if you wanted to? You know, because I'd say, like, you're a fan favorite. And, and, 
getting a little sidetracked, but when I made that video, people responded to me. People that I, I hadn't seen since high school, people that I've never met in my life, just reaching out to me. Um, some of them nice enough to say like, hey, if you want to talk, then you, you know, let me know. And I thought that was very kind of them. Some people just think that, Mike, you said it to a T. Like that's the exact Angelo that I know. And I, I've been, tr as a person going through life, and I feel like I think about life a lot and how I ought to conduct myself and who I, who, and that I want to represent myself as me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to represent myself as like my father's son or my sister's brother or any of that stuff. Like, I want you to get to know Michael. And and my theory is that if there were a Venn diagram of like high school friends and college friends and family and and coworkers, right? Like, this Venn diagram would would have a huge center in the middle. Like, there would be a lot of overlap. Like, Michael is consistently this person and I've thought about that and I and I and I work on that actively to try to be genuine with everyone so that like no one's you know maybe some maybe like special people get to see a certain side of me sure but but overall that they all see for the most part the same thing and and that and that was you so I again just like perplexed like how did Angelo think the way that I thought or like did he try to figure things out the way I try to figure things out and then this whole time like we never discussed it and then um, a couple weeks before you got into the hospital like we were on, in the discord right and I make all these like these I make all these gay jokes sometimes and I don't know if I don't know if they're like bad. I don't know if nowadays like it's not cool to make gay jokes. Like am I having fun at the expense of gay people? Like I'm using their lifestyle or their identity to have fun. I don't know. But at least I'm not a hypocrite about it. Like <laughs> I, I like I don't know. I don't have like a PR person to to kind of like cross reference against and and for them to be like, Michael, you can't say that stuff. Like, I, I represent all communities, and you can't say that one. That one's offensive. So, I, so I'm just kind of going on a whim. And if I, if I get canceled, well, like, whatever. Fuck the 40 episode podcast. Anyway, it's not like, I mean, I don't, I don't make money off this. But um, what I'm the whole hypocritical thing. Where, like, I'm not. I don't say the gay stuff, and then like, if someone else does it, then like, what the fuck? But um, I love that we were just playing around like that. Because one day I said, Angela, we should like, we should, we should, uh, hang out. And, and you're like, yeah, let's do it, Mike. And then, and then I said, we should, we should, we should go to the park and we should, we should just like pick the coordinates in the air. Just pick one spot in the air. And every like five seconds, we just move our lips closer and closer to that spot in the air, um, until we kiss. And you fucking bought into the whole thing. And that cracked me up because I, because I was like, oh, shit, Angela, I didn't know you play like this, you know. Um, yeah, so finding out, like, how 
funny you were in you know one of the later months of of you hanging around you know yeah that was that was nice to learn and then over the course of months you know seeing people um and everyone just telling a different story about how you treated them but again all those stories being the same i mean the same in the sense that you didn't have to do so many of the things that you did but every story is about like every story is about you putting others before you you making sure other people are okay and i feel like refreshing is almost an insult but it's like damn you you made me really appreciate rose meat again and i say that because for a while i wanted to get out of rosemead and then i started working for my dad so i was like okay i'm gonna fucking be here maybe for the rest of my life but but to see this community come together and rally for you and support each other um that that shit was was amazing to me and i i just i don't know if i'm being petty but like i don't know how many how many places in this world can can do that can achieve that so i was i was genuinely surprised and honored to be a part of it going back to my birthday you you wanted to go back to my birthday The birthday was cool. After I, I um. After oh, so I passed by Rosemary Park and I saw you, and then I went home. I worked on some stuff, and, that, and that's kind of that's kind of a new thing. I don't really go home and work on stuff. I kind of just, I kind of separate work and home. But I was doing some stuff, and then my brother wanted to see me, and he dropped off a plant, which was really nice, and. And then we went to go get in and out for Brandon because I just ate two bowls of noodles, so I was good. And on the way back, we saw like a little league game, and I, I love watching these little league games because there's these kids. There are these kids that are just they're trying their best, but they don't know how to try. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to lose. Like they want to hit the ball and they want to throw it far and they want to catch it, but like they just suck because because they don't have their their feet under them. Does that make sense? Like your like their form is still shitty or like, you know you know in baseball when you kind of, or or like in sports in general you kind of want to like keep your knees bent so that that you're more explosive to react like these kids aren't doing that they're like bending down at the waist instead of like bending at the knees. They just they just don't understand the con some some concepts of athleticism in general and so so that's what I mean they're trying their best but this is but they don't really get it. And they make they make so many mistakes in little league, or this not even like this not even professional little league. This sounds kind of oxymoronic, but like it's just kids playing playing ball in or, playing organized baseball, you know. And I see this kid swing and he misses strike three, right? He's out, and he starts r- running back to the dugout, and he's kind of like running, but but almost hiding the bat as if he's shy about it or ashamed of it. And then his dad from, like, the bleacher says, it's all right, it's all right, son, like, you'll get him next time. And he kind of, like, looks over his shoulder a little bit to see his dad. But but even though his dad's trying to encourage him, 
you know, like don't lose hope, you know, like shake it off, uh, uh, like goldfish mentality to make sure that he's going to be ready for the next opportunity, you know, none of that's working because this kid just feels bad. And it's so, it's so fun to see like that raw level of naiveness and emotion, um, And you know, next time, I, next time I do that, I think I'll I'll leave a seat open for you, man. Just 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 so you could see. Uh, after that, I went to Hanson's Hanson's house or Hanson's sister's house, and we had like this family um, like mystery night. They 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 buy this packet online, and and as a group, you all try to like solve some mystery together. And they they surprised me with like a. Ube cheesecake that says happy birthday Harry because I was Harry for um for happy birthday Harry I was Harry for Halloween I don't know it was a good birthday and kind of going back to like Brandon's birthday too and to see how like how wild he was um wild quote unquote right um to see how expressive he was and how much of like a how much of an entertainer he was because i could i could remember like when i used to be entertaining in that way or whatever and you would be like fucking mike and you just crack up right like i wish you saw brandon i wish you saw him because you you would have been invited you know um we did leave out a a photo and and a candle for you and so maybe you did maybe you did see it man and wasn't that fun (laughs) I was you know learning about like your your group in high school right and like talking to those friends and hearing their stories about you also watching the slideshow of um, that that Myron had made for you, you know, putting all your pictures together. Man, I was a little jealous. I mean, I don't think I don't think I ever like had a had a spot there, and I, I don't think I. It wasn't like something that I wanted all my life. Like, oh man, I want to be Angelo's friend. But then, just to see your your brotherhood with him. Is that is that the right word? Just to see your relationship with him and and how how close you guys were, and to the at at what lengths you went at what lengths you went to for your friends. I don't know if this is the exact story, but this kind of goes back to the whole like, is Rosemead cool or is Rosemead? Like, no, nah, that sounds weird. Like, can I appreciate Rosemead or or do I resent it? And I guess to preface that, it's like I. Rosemead scares me a little bit because some people just never leave this town and I think that getting out of here is good I mean I think there's some good in it right like to get to know other cultures and other people with different socioeconomical backgrounds and different ethnicities and and all those things I think that's like that I I would argue that that makes you a more well-rounded human being right 
And my mom, my mom said this to me, or not, she said it to my dad, and my dad told it to me that, like, she always wanted me to, like, grow up in Arcadia and have Arcadian opportunities, right? Whatever the fuck that meant, right? Um, and I told him that I, well, this is after, you know, after your passing, and, and I'd finally, dr- f- like, cemented my conclusion about Rosemead. I said that I'm, I'm, I would not be as grounded or down to earth or as genuine of a person if I didn't come from Rosemead. Like to meet the people that I did in Rosemead gave me like this almost like a moral anchor that I could I, I could always return to. So anyway, going into learning about your life and um I think it was a girl uh, a friend of yours that's a girl and and she was going through a heartbreak and and so you and two of your other guys like brought her cookies after school to cheer her up and you guys like walked all the way over to her house and maybe it was in a different direction from your your guys's houses but i was like what the fuck that is (laughs) that is so nice man (laughs) Oh, that's so goddamn nice, right? And then just thinking about like, did I ever do that? And no, I didn't, you know, because my my parents always tried to like, or maybe my mom tried to like groom me for her definition of success to get into like a big college and all that stuff. And so I was always in like some after school program or some tutoring thing. And I'm thinking about I'm thinking about you bringing someone cookies. They were sick or they were heartbroken or maybe those are synonymous. But but either way, man, what a fucking nice-ass gesture. And I I was a little bit jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I was a little bit jealous that that you guys that you guys did that. And also, man, at the end of your... Well, at the end of my video that I put out for you... Oh, going back to the video. It, it it initially started as a story. I mean, I just needed to get it out somehow. Like, I, I, I was having a rough day, and I knew that you were on my mind, but that I didn't talk about it yet with anybody. Um, I hadn't made it to therapy yet, because it was like a couple days away or whatever. Um, and so I just talked about you, and who you were to me, and what I think of you, and what I think of your goddamn family, and... And how you guys were always so welcoming and how everything, like almost all the parties that I got to go to were hosted at your place, you know, and that's, and that it takes a certain family to open their doors to a bunch of other kids um, because my parents, oh, I never felt comfortable with my parents enough to do that, you know, so you have to be at a certain level of comfort with, with your parents, your parents have to be at a certain level of trust with your friends, you know, all that stuff. And, and I felt like the, your family glued a lot of, or at least was the setting in which people in Rosemead could, could, um, find themselves glued together, you know, without that, then, then whose was it going to be at? I don't know, something like that. So I'm really appreciative of your family. And at the end of the video, I said, well, who who could fucking determine whether life was successful or not? Because to, to see 
to know what Angelo did for me, to know that it was a very similar experience, if not better for other people, to see all these people come together, to see Angelo's GoFundMe just blow up so fucking quick. To know that Angelo cared about the people around him, to know that, well, you, I guess, to know that you cared about these people, to know that they knew that you cared about them, to me, that was successful. And I, and I, I said, I said that your mom must be fucking proud, dude. And you put on a good show. If you had 28 years on this planet, what would you fucking do with it? Do exactly what Angelo did. And so at the end of that slideshow that your brother made for you, it's like, it's all, it's all these fucking photos from elementary school all the way up to most recent times, whatever. And at the end of it, it's this video of you waving to the camera and you're plugged up to the bed in the hospital and you wave. And I don't know if you want to answer this, but did you know, like, did you know that that was, did you know that that was the end? Because I thought the wave was so good and I can't read your mind or anything. But to me, it was as if, cause you smiled, you smiled the wave. It was as if you said, guys, I'm out, but thank you. And also the smile was like, I'm out, but I'm good. Thank you. I, th I thought that was so well done, man. I thought that was amazing. I, I, you're great, man. You're fucking... You're fucking great. You better fucking come to my next birthday party, though. I'm, I'm warming up to it. I'm getting better with my birthdays. I'm not expecting um, people to really say happy birthday to me. But when they do, God, it feels good. Um, the, the morning of my birthday, I YouTubed happy birthday, Michael. And then I just had like my phone sing happy birthday to me. And I was trying to like... I, I, I don't know if all this sounds childish, but whatever. You, you might get to a point where you start hating your birthdays. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, you know what? It, I, could, I could do this. I could celebrate this. Um, and, oh, there's a fucking movie, Dune, that came out. And I think you'd fucking love it, man. I, I, I think you would like it. Because Martin loves it. Jimmy loves it. Uh, I love it so much. Whatever. I think you'd think it was cool. Batista's in there if you if you're a fan of Batista. But um anyway, Jimmy said that he would watch it for my birthday. And that was so fucking funny to me. You know, and that was so good because I've been I've been I guess like encouraging people to watch it because I think I think it's such a great movie and it deserves to be seen. Uh and for Jimmy to know me in that way that Mike would want us to watch this. <laughs> Mike would want us to launch this and then they and so yeah so I don't really need everyone to do something crazy for me I think just them seeing me and acknowledging and saying saying something was was really nice anyway so I'm getting better at this and and 
I'm, I'm putting it out there that it's my birthday, which is something I used to hide and then get mad about because no one said happy birthday to me, you know, but now, but now it's the opposite. Now I'm saying it, saying it's my fucking birthday. And if they don't say happy birthday, then, well, it is, it's, that's, that's fine too. It's like, they got, it's fucking Halloween weekend. They're all busy. Um, but, uh, I think eventually I'll get to a party. Yeah. This year I spent it. I spent a little bit with this person, a little bit with this person. Um, you know, the camping trip with, with Tony and Arthur. And then I went, um, you know, I had lunch with myself and then, um, Halloween event with Hanson's family. And, um, what else? Oh, I went to the movies with my friend Darren, you know, like, so it was just a little bit of everyone. Um, oh, I went to the little league game with Brandon, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, one day I'm going to have a big party and, and I'd, I'd like to see you there. And you might be busy, and that's that's totally fine too. But um, I I miss you, man. I miss you. Yeah, I'd like to see you again, man. Thank you, thank you. That's it. That's it. That's it.